What is up, everybody? Joe Sim here with you. Rad Parenting with my co-host. Anaya Bogue. We're hanging out, eating almonds that our guests brought. That are not just any almonds. Yeah. They're super yummy. And I'm sure knowing Annie as I do, that they're chocked full of some additional nutritional value. Annie Jubb is our guest today. Uh, we've talked about doing this show forever. It's about nutrition. We have an expert here. When I thought um, about doing Rad Parenting, one of the first things I talked to Anaya about was we were talking about topics for the show. And the first thing was, I was like, I want to do one on nutrition just because as a parent, there's so many options out there, but there's so many things being thrown at us all the time as parents. Like, I don't know. I'll just totally be transparent. Like the gluten thing. I didn't like, I, I always joke around. It sounded like a metal band from Germany, just like, and everyone was <laughs> bummed on gluten. And I was like, I want more of it. Like, I don't even know. Like when people tell me not to do something, I'm immediately yeah. like, no, I'm going the opposite way. Yeah. So that was kind of the core idea, but it took us forever to find the right person. The best thing about this is that unbeknownst to me, like I didn't even know this, that I have gone to your shop. It's on Coanga and Sunset. It's called in Life. Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Coanga, Sunset, in Los Angeles. It's called Life food, organic. I would go in there uh, sometimes for lunch because my old office where we used to tape this show mm -hmm. was right up the street from you. So we would go in there and you have these salads that were so rad and all these juices. Amazing you raw food that doesn't taste like anything you could ever imagine. It's and, so delicious. And it's all <laughs> being made right there. But also what I loved about it too was um, that you offered all these cleanses, mm -hmm. like a liver cleanse, a kidney cleanse. Like just, there were so many things that I was, I wanted to do. Like I was like, I'm going to cleanse everything in like one shot. But the best part was all the people that you had working there were so knowledgeable. Like they were so friendly and, and super cool. And I, I remember even um, my mom had just started, um, she had a uh, colon cancer. Okay. And the woman, I, I forgot the name of the woman. Mm -hmm. I told her what was up. She got on the phone with my mom. Like wow. she said, let me call her right now. This is what you need go. to do. Boom, 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 boom. And my mom beat colon cancer. And, and, and it was crazy. And my mom always says, remember when you put the phone? And this is so crazy that you're oh here Oh, my right gosh. Now. So yeah. let's welcome Annie Jubb. So everybody knows <laughs> who we're talking Jubb, to. Miracle worker Mi in yes. the studio right now. <laughs> That's not exactly an exaggeration. I didn't give you all the whole scoop on my friend Annie, who literally, just for our listeners, they understand, Annie has healed people that doctors have said, there's nothing more we can do for you. And she, through nutrition and, and her just incredible expertise, not to mention, I'm sure, some love and great juju, um, gives these people many more years on their lives after the traditional medical system has been like, sorry, that's all we got for you. So welcome. Yeah, thank thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, and I'm glad you. to hear about your mom yeah. uh, coming through her. Yeah, it was crazy. Scaring into better health, right? Yeah, and, and, and it, really, it really, I think the core of this show is, you know, you're talking about a woman, in my mom's case, 77 years old, ate well, her, the majority of her life, she's, you know, battled with being a diabetic. Uh, but it goes back to our listeners with their children. The children, we've got, you know, so many listeners have toddlers. People are just ready to have sure. their first kid. Mm -hmm. uh, people got teenagers. And, and the, the, I mean, there's so many questions that we could start with. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it over to Anaya because I know that Anaya kind of had a, the framework of how she wanted to roll this thing. Because if you leave it up to me, I'll just go every direction. Joe will have us all over the map. <laughs> yeah. So I, right. well, I think that, you know, it's interesting because when it comes to nutrition, so there's, as parents, there's many different decisions we may make in terms of what school is my kid going to go to? Or, you know, what kind of toys am I going to allow or not allow? Are we allowing TV or not? But nutrition is something that is happens every day from the moment that little person comes out of the womb. Mm. And what I have learned in the years that I've known you is that I, we really underestimate 
estimate the correlation between what we're putting into our body in terms of food and how that translates into our brain, so the, our brain function, right. um, things like we're seeing incredible incidents in this part of the world of ADD among kids, mm. allergies, uh, depression and anxiety. We're seeing kids being put on meds from the time they're very young. And uh, I just think it would be, you know, unfortunate if we didn't, in, in with this forum and parents who are really eager to, to know more and really do right by their kids, Kids to not have the kind of information that you've made it your life's work to, to make available. So mm. I would love for us to explore that sort of what are the, I'd love our listeners to be able to walk away from the show and feel like, here are like three or so things that I can do immediately that are going to have a positive impact on my child's life. And, and like, I'll add to it and I'll throw this in there. Like, like I feel like we're making a cocktail of questions to ask you right now. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> so, long. The so remember, remember, growing. Yeah, but, but I'd have to ask <laughs> you I'm this. okay with that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like to speak for the parents that are like, yeah, I'd love to eat healthy. And we try to on the weekends because I'm around. But, you know, check it out. Two parents working full time. Uh, trying to make everything happen, trying to get out the front door. And, and I'll be honest, eating healthy, it, it takes time and it, it takes preparation. And I'll, with, I have two kids and it's a hassle sometimes. It's so much easier just to be like, here you go, turkey sandwich or whatever, you know, throw it down, let's go. Lunchables. And, Lunchables are super popular at my daughter's school. She's always oh, like really? complaining, like yes, that she I doesn't never, get, I, she yeah. can't have them. Because... I'm going to go on record right now saying that we don't, you know, we, I don't, I'm not throwing Lunchables. But I also want to say too, going on record that, Hey, if you're listening to this show and you are rolling Lunchables or any of the things, this isn't a show to make you be down on yourself. This is right. a show to hopefully give you an opportunity to go, oh, wow, there's another, there's another opportunity, another choice I could make. And here's how I might be able to there make you it go. work or take do, a step in that direction. Yeah, Anae and I do not want to come off like, hey, yeah, everyone needs to eat super healthy. You're like, hey, check it out. I want to. But like I said, it's hard for parents to do that. So... Annie, for like, can you give mm -hmm. us kind of like a structure, like a, and also just the importance of when kids are so young to feed them the right things. Right. Well, uh, right throughout our lives, we need to look at nutrition because that's a really foundational thing. Everybody eats, right? And they eat a couple times a day. So if you don't do great on breakfast, you can like back it up with lunch and throw some extra tomatoes on that turkey sandwich. Or if they really want, you know, macaroni and cheese, they're going to have that tonight. But you know what? Like, find out what your children like to eat. You know, like, my niece was like that. She's very vegetable finicky, you know? So I would just, whenever I sit with her, I'm like, what, what do you love? You know? And she has, like, these kind of bizarre tastes. She loves, you know, onions. You can put onions in everything, right? I love onions. Yeah. And too, so, like, whatever I was making for her, like, throw a lot of onions. She hates tomatoes, but she loves avocado, you know? So anything I could make for her, even a little side dish of an avocado with onion, salad, you know, like that takes a minute, you know what I mean? And that goes next to whatever she was going to eat gonna anyway. Eat, yeah. And she'll eat it. She loves it. You have to find out what does work and then go there. So Anaya has her hand up. So, <laughs> so, okay. So let's take it back a little bit further because mm -hmm. one of the things that, so I've been quite fortunate with both of my girls. I think each of them have one food item that they just are like, nope. Won't. And everything else, their palates are broad and they're pretty adventurous and are willing to try things. But so when I hear from parents that are like, my kid, all they'll eat is, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, or all they'll eat is like three things on them. And the parents just like, oh yeah. Or even when I go into a restaurant and the kids menu, every kid's menu at every restaurant has the same like three items, chicken nuggets, you know, hot dogs or mac and cheese or yeah. grilled cheese or something <clears throat> like that. My son has a friend that comes over here and it's always an issue of feeding him. He only will, I, he will not eat anything except like 
either it's cheese pizza or a bagel with nothing on it. Right. That's the only thing this kid eats. And then I've even said to the parents, like, wow, at home, and uh, is that happening? And they're like, they're like, that's all we can get them so, to eat. And so, they've surrendered to okay, it. Okay, so let's yeah. stop that right there. Let's break that down for a minute, right? So, <clears throat> so bagels and cheese pieces, right? So basically there's a starch addiction there. And starches break down to sugar in the body. So I can already tell you this kid has a ton of candida in its system, right? So the way you want to go in the other direction is like start feeding the friendly bacteria because candida, as you might know, is an unfriendly bacteria that can be opportunistic and just take over. I don't even know what candida well, is. So candida is, is, a, is a yeast in the body. We all have a little bit of it that lives in symbiotic relationship with us, but when it can get overgrown is when the diet becomes too sugar heavy. And starches, bread, wheat, corn, rice, potatoes, are all... Sugars, there are all starches that break down to sugar in the body. So that's where that's a really big teaching piece right there. Because wow. if you just get that, then you understand, oh, I'm giving them the bagel, but it's really sugar, and they're going to be out of their mind and crazy in a minute. And, when you're, think, and you're thinking right there, I'm giving them a bagel, that's not sugar. Right. And now yes. what you just told me right now, it is. Yeah, so that's a really big thing to start to navigate diet with because in America, there's a ton of starches everywhere. And it's part of the food abundance that we have now, which we didn't have 100 years ago. But we also have all the problems from that too. So those sugar-based diseases are cancer, obesity, diabetes, a lot of that is all just a sugar-based disease. So we're going to have starches in our diet anyway. How do you deal with that, right? So the way you want to deal with that is you can anchor it down a starch with a protein and a fat. So say they're going to, say with your, um, <clears throat> what was it, the peanut butter and jelly yeah. story, right? Yeah. So uh, the peanut butter, first of all, just start reading labels too, because that peanut butter is going to have a lot of hydrogenated oil in it, most of them do, mm -hmm. and sugar. Mm -hmm. So you're already kind of missing the boat there. But there's a ton of them out there that don't. Or peanuts are often a big allergen too, so you can switch to an almond butter or a sunflower seed butter or something that your kids can make themselves, they can feel empowered by, but you know that they're getting a really quality protein without all the sugar. And then, um, you know, for your jellies and stuff too, look at the jams, read labels. If sugar's the first ingredient, often it is. Yeah. You can start to, like, you know, don't do something really abrupt, but start cutting it down, cutting it back a little bit. Or go with a pure thing like honey, you know, mm -hmm. like peanut butter and honey or almond butter and honey. Look at the quality of your bread. Is it a super fast-moving sugar like white bread? Start to incorporate like you know a flaxseed bread, or you, know, you have to see what their palate will accommodate. Right. So so back to the palate because I think that that's really important. Is I always am wondering, and I've heard things like often children who have been breastfed versus formula fed have a more a complex palate because they're constantly getting used to if mom has such and such in her diet today that that is somewhat how reflected in the taste of the milk but kids who have been formula fed not all the time but are have this more sort of singular palate well, so how do we how do we start them off early on having a palate for more than just three foods or super starchy foods right so if you're going to have a baby breastfeeding is really good <clears throat> because it starts to feed the microbiome of that baby for life in the first few days, the colostrum that flows from the breast is, you know, I mean, it, it, would, it's, it takes a long time to rebuild the microbiome if you don't get that, but it's easy to do, and then we're going to talk about how to rebuild that. If they don't, look at the formula. The formula has a lot of sugar in it and a lot of uh, what we call excitotoxins. So they're, they're chemical flavorings that are stimulating the child's salivatory glands and the palate that get them to think it's real food, but oftentimes it's not. Wow. So they're chemically addicted and tricked into, and there's huge billion dollar industries built around this, not just for kids, but that is targeted to young children specifically. Now they have more, um, you know, better baby foods and such like that. 
but especially formula, you wanted to really look at that and see what's in it and start to, be, you have to be kind of a chemist because that is a chemical start to your child's palate. So, but let's move forward a couple of years. So say that, you know, you didn't know and you gave them the formula and now it's time to regroup and try to recalibrate the palate into fresh, real food, which is fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, and some fermented foods too. So, you know, there's yogurts out there. Unfortunately, a lot of them aren't real, you know, great yogurts, but mm -hmm. they'll have um, other fermented. Well, look for, look for something that doesn't have a lot of sugar in it, first of all. Look for something that has added bacteria back into it. Because in America, we have this silly policy where we need to pasteurize all of the dairy products. They don't have that in the rest of the world. So they'll have all the enzymes and the probiotics in the yogurt itself. Here, we don't really have that. But they can add it back in after they pasteurize it. So How? they'll they'll brag about it. They'll just take the probiotics and add it back into the yogurt after they've pasteurized it. And it'll brag about it. There's a couple brands out there. Bio is one, those little like bio mm -hmm. shots like that. Those are loaded with beneficial bacterium or take a probiotic uh -huh. or look at other fermented, friendly fermented foods too, like, you know, kimchi and raw sauerkraut and add these in too. I found even children with difficult palates, if you take the, the raw sauerkraut and you give them a sweet potato and mash it in there with a little bit of butter and salt and some pepper, and then you throw that on top, they often really like it because it's something they're actually craving. But you package it with, you know, a slow-moving, starchy, like like a, a sweet potato, yeah. and then um, you can start to grow them into the desire for having fermented foods. I love, wow. I love the two words that you just said, packing it together and then anchoring it. Mm -hmm. I'm, like that right there, that game changer right there. So you're having one... Like my, my son's friend who's only going to be eating the bagel, what you're saying is that you can have, you know, that can be a part of it, but also you can anchor it with something that's actually good Start for Start adding him. in the things. Love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So the palette. cheese pizza kid, too. The, the first no, thing it's I would the same say kid. name. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the same kid. If I would say to them, like, and I've been in this situation a bunch of times, so I would say, name two of your favorite vegetables. Let's start there. He'll or say if, none. Or fruit. He'll what, say what, none. What about papaya? What about you? Know, there's going to be something in there that he does like that would be kind of fun to add to that cheese pizza and get them involved you know, creatively as well. So like I've made pizza with kids, you know, and we say, what are your favorite pizzas? And we make a, you know, like a tomato sauce base is just, you know, it's so easy to do. But once they get involved, they get their hands into it. Yeah. So what do you think? Let's taste this. What would be good in there? What about a little basil? You know, like the herbs are really easy and, and elegant to introduce too. And it really starts to evolve their palate to more sensitivity, you know? I, I got to interrupt right now too. Um, because I'm rocking your uh, green. <laughs> Annie brought me, uh, for, first of all, from the shop. Uh, I'm going to give another plug to it. Life, food, organic, radness. I think you should throw <laughs> that on there. Yep. Uh, and this is a life, food, organic drink. And it's called Green and Apple. And it's Joe doesn't have his readers on. Yeah, I don't have my readers on. Green, apple, celery, kale, lemon, cucumber, kale. celery, and lemon. Yeah. Wow. Boom. Yeah, I feel good. <laughs> you know, that hangover I had from last night is yeah. totally disappearing. I, yeah. So yeah, happy to I hear love that. that. This is really great brain food too. This is a beautiful food to make your blood very, very slippery. So the red blood cells have great integrity, which is great for brain functioning. It's good for you know your microbiome all throughout. But it's really nice too because I designed this. It kind of came as a download when I first started working with Raw Living Foods like 27 years ago. I was like, you know what? We have to make it palatable. You know, people have to think it's tasty. And so I started playing with apples, and I found that the green apples are much slower moving, less hybridized fruit than the red apples that are often, you know, grown very, very, you know, more, with more hybridized and often. Anyway, long story short, if you throw some green apple in there, they love it. It's delicious, yeah. and I can feed it to children. And there's I do a lot spicy of spicy in there. What's the spice I'm tasting? Uh, there's a little parsley in it. I like that. Yeah. You know, my wife 
there's so much kale in our fridge sometimes <laughs> that it looks like the gardener just like put a bag of like all the trimmings from the front yard in there. Like she My got this bag awesome. and she's just blending it all the time and making everyone in the house drink it. My kind of girl. You know, um, I, I, can I, can I ask a question now? Please. Just cause one of the things th- that I loved is the anchoring it down bit. Yeah. I feel like that's super, super important. You touched on this for a second. If you're listening to the show and you're like, wow, okay, I have not been doing this with my son or daughter. Mm-hmm. I love your attitude of, it's not too late. I even love your attitude with the day. We're like, not dead yet. I know. But yes. <laughs> that's what I, I always tell so people last like, breath. the doctor gave me three months to live. I was like, well, you're not dead yet. Let's get busy. Yeah. You have you had, I mean, you've had people say, I got three months to live. And hundreds of times. Wow, hundreds of times. To your like, face, saying that, coming oh, to the yeah. shop. Well, I ran an outpatient fasting clinic in New York City with my liver and gallbladder flush, which is incredibly effective for reversing the conditions of degenerative diseases. And I really kind of started out in the early 90s. And for whatever reason, you know, like a couple people like this came to me, post-op cancer patients. They, you know, they'd done the chemo. They had body parts removed. They had done everything that the doctors could with in their repertoire, and they were given a few months to live. And for whatever reason, they wandered in. They found, and I said, "Well, let's see what you can do. You know, what's your diet like now? You know, and they look like hell because they'd just come through chemo and body parts. Yeah. And often their insurances drop them. Their relationships are trashed. Like everybody, like they're on the outs. You know, and so you just have to reinforce people and make them give them the courage. You know, that you have the power inside of yourself to change your body, and your mind, and your spirit, and your relationships, and your environment." And all of that is totally doable, and there's only a billion examples of it throughout history and time. And, and then it's important, too, to remember that, that nobody outside of you can dictate your future, you know? And nobody can tell me I'm going to die in three months. I'd be like, you know? And so what you do then is you say, what can I do? How do I get rolling on this? And it's like, oh, wow, I'm really, like, trashed from this this, these, you know, operations. operations. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, well, what do I need to do? Oh, what if I flood my body with raw living foods? What if I nourish my body with my microbiome, which has been through all of these, you know, antibiotics, there's almost nothing left. Start feeding the microbiome, which is your first resistance to all kinds of diseases and to viruses. And so it starts to reverse and starts to, they look better and they feel better. And two or three days into it, they look really good. And a week or two into it, their hair's growing back if they had the chemo and their faces are beautiful. They've got color coming through because a lot of times they're just gray when they come out of that situation. And all of a sudden they have hope and courage again. And their wife looks at them and says, well, maybe you will live. You know, maybe I can start engaging back here because that's a yeah. lot of wow. the, the thing that, that happens. Wow. Everything you just said right there, if you're listening, you're like, all right, I got to start eating better. I mean, that, that right there, that right there should be the commercial for the show. I, okay. Going back to parents, yeah. uh, what, what would be something that you would say to a family listening right now? They have two kids. Uh, it's summertime, and they got the summer camps, and the dad's trying to go to work, or their partner's trying to go to work. Everyone's just trying to make it all. What are what are like? Is there some a, basics, some like basics, the simple some, things yeah, you can core, start to incorporate? Some core nutrients that you can say, look, every day, no matter what, just make sure this happens. Like mm-hmm. I'm a fan of that, just so that like very simple. Like you know what? Make sure you get this in your body during the day and, and your children's body. Absolutely. Well, vegetables are the big healers, and they will keep you well and supple and your joints good and right throughout life. And um, also for children that are suffering from any kind of behavioral disorders like the ADHD and all the different acronyms we have for basically attention deficit disorder, and it's like, what helps them? Greens anchor everything down. Magnesium deficiency is probably the biggest thing that's happening for all of Americans, and it's spreading right across the planet. So we need to eat more magnesium-rich foods, right? We were talking about your son just a little bit before, and his attention, his attention span is yeah. going to grow 
as soon as soon as you see that he's getting more like well, magnesium rich foods. Let's talk about them. Yeah, let's, so what are those foods? Raw almonds. So I brought okay. you guys some almonds today. You can dress them up or just have them plain. Mm -hmm. They're loaded with magnesium. Uh, raw chocolate. So you can always make a delicious, you know, little shake. Remember those shakes he's we stoked. made? Yes. He's gonna be stoked. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, you have to make it sexy. It. Food is sexy. Yeah. You know, they eat with their eyes first. Make it pretty. You know, yeah. and make it sexy. And, okay. Uh, and, and this then, is magnesium. For magnesium, and which that's is the number make, one nutrient that I focus on with for folk. everybody, okay. and especially for kids, because that sets them up for life for success, right? So um, dark leafy greens, anything that's green has a ton of magnesium in it, and we need to eat a lot of greens. I, I, I drink one of these green juices. I drink two or three of these green juices every day, and I can really notice if I don't do it, you know, and that's an easy way to get it into them, too. You got to find out what works, what their palate will agree to. Throw more um, apples in there. Throw a pineapple in there, too, a little bit, too, but bury it inside of the greens, you know, so that they have enough magnesium anchor for it. brain. Anchor it. It's always yeah. anchor the greens. He likes that an word. Anchor tattoo. <laughs> anchor yeah. it. I'm going to get a salad bowl with an anchor in it. <laughs> Would that be a rat that, that, that. Oh, God, Joe. Are you feeling that? No? Okay. Terrible idea. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so, far, so far we got raw almonds. We got raw chocolate uh, for a shake Leafy or something greens. like that. Leafy greens. Leafy greens. Yep. These are all foods, magnesium to help with attention. Uh, that is something that is definitely going on in our household with my son and his his attention. You know, it, it, like I was telling you earlier, if if um, and I'm going to say, I'm going to be totally transparent right now. None of these foods are being eaten. Mm-hmm. Buying eat right now? No. no. Yeah. Huh. You know I mean, he's eating a little bit of salad. Yeah. But it's he's not he's not rocking like, hey, let's have it. He's not rocking this drink, you know, that you just gave me, mm -hmm. which would be great. And what else what else could I throw in there for him? Well, any spirulina or blue green algae is just loaded with with magnesium as well. And it's really nice too because like an A and I each had some of the brain on, which is the E3 Live, which is a great blue green algae they get out of this Lake Klamath in um, southern Oregon. And you can find them all over the world. There's, they either grow in lakes or they grow in the ocean. And it's a simple little capsule or tablet. You can like throw that into the smoothie in the morning. They won't taste it. They won't know it's there. It will make it green, and it starts to get them visually into the green because mm. a lot of kids are just like, I don't like greens. And if you ever watch any children's shows on television, they are hypnotizing that into them. I can't even watch TV. Don't get me going on that. But, <laughs> but even inside the cartoons and such like this, like a lot of my friends have babies right now. Like in their 40s, they decided to pop yeah. out a couple of kids, you know. And so you see these TV shows and they're all like, you know, even some of the adorable ones, some of these adorable movies and they were like, you know, you don't want green, you don't want yes, broccoli. That's yes. icky. That's oh, look, right. I like this cake, you know, and it goes on and on and on. My background's in behavior physiology and I know how to teach clinical hypnosis and that is absolutely clinical hypnosis. It's suggestion beyond Beyond belief. It should be outlawed, actually. Because That's so interesting. Because here we are looking as parents for like violence or swearing or, or sex. sex. Um, but nice, Joe. Um, <laughs> Guys, like but, we sang that together. But, it's like and, and, and for me, you know, in my in my world, it's you know, messages around gender roles that are super limiting. But I actually did not think about those messages. And I hopefully after hearing this, this is a I call them brain prompts, we will now see when in these shows that our kids are watching exactly what you're talking about. How many value messages are there around food mm -hmm. uh, being being uh, driven into our children's brains through these shows that they're watching. Absolutely. It's always like, broccoli is bad, but look at this packaged food. It's delicious. We're going to break now. Hey, how about Pop-Tarts, kids? Yeah. I love the Pop-Tarts. And here's a little buddy that's selling you Pop-Tarts. And it just goes like that. Yeah. You know, and that's absolute classical conditioning. So, so you're, and, and, the, and the thing that just everything you're talking about is just all of the processed food that, that we're buying that we even think, yeah. hey, this is healthy. Well, it was frozen. Or, hey, this it's processed. It was all put together. 
and you're still feeding it to your family under the guidelines that you love them and you want them to eat well and you think you're feeding them well, but it, but just by everything that you're talking about right here is the more live, fresh food that you're actually putting inside and your body. sneak it in wherever you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're going to have a burgers tonight. What do you want on your burger that's fresh? You want a little avocado on that? You want a cucumber? You want tomatoes? You want onions? You want some greens on it? Do you like the arugula? Like, it's got to have again, something on there. Anchor it in, and then but give them choice yeah. because kids love choice. Yep. They thrive inside of that environment. And then what I found too is then they start thinking on their own too. They're like, you know what? I could make the salad tonight. And like when I was a little girl, we had a huge organic garden, and dinner was we had children from the ages of like 15 to seven, and everybody. So there were seven of us actually, and so every day you got to design what you wanted, but it had to have a fresh salad from the garden. So I, from a very early age, started thinking about salads. And I was always on the side picking the weeds, and they were always like, you're going to kill us with the weeds. And I am victorious because those weeds have way more nutrient. <laughs> Dandelion and things yeah. like that. You know, like, I always laugh at family, you know, gatherings. I'm like, I was right. Can we all yeah. agree? Just <laughs> but throw anything in there that's, you know, green and fresh and living and was picked within the last week or two and has a lot of vitality to it. Hey, we're hanging out uh, with Annie, uh, owner, founder of Life Food Organic. It's in Los Angeles, uh, Coangus Sunset. Uh, we're going to take a break for a second. We're going to come back with more Rad Parenting. We are back, Rad Parenting, hanging out in the studio with my new friend, Annie, talking about all this amazing food. I'm kind of hungry right now, seriously. When you talked about- <laughs> Eat those almonds. I know. Those <laughs> yeah. almonds are awesome. This drink you brought me is awesome. Uh, and it's crazy because, as I talked about at the beginning of the show, Life Food Organic, located on Coenga and Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood and also in Santa Monica, uh, I stumbled upon your shop- That's so just fun. Just so randomly, and now you're here in our studio- See that? We had a date with destiny. Gosh. <laughs> I, I, I love it when that happens. Yeah. I do too. And, and, and the, the thing too that I'm learning so much right now is like when you say live food, like I'm going to totally be the moron in the room sure. right now. Like what, like what does that mean? Like, like hey, you got it because you keep saying live, like live food. It's just fresh fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and some fermented foods that it just hasn't been cooked. That's all. Okay. And there's a, there, like there's in, in fresh food, there's enzymes. And so the enzymes in that apple, before you cook it, just eating a crunchy yeah. apple, has all of the enzymes in it to digest that food for you. It doesn't cost you anything. But cook the apple, put it into a pie, eat that pie, and you've got to beg, borrow, and steal enzymes from your blood, bone, body, tissue, wherever. And that is the process of aging. And do it too much, and that's the process of degenerating. So that whole idea of the raw food, what you just said with aging, like have you like when people just eat raw, like I always... Oh my God, say, you get so beautiful so fast. Really? I got to do that tonight. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do right that on tonight. that. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> Can that happen in the, by the time the end of the show happens? Right. I, I work with a lot of celebrities that like trash themselves out and then they call me and I go over there and like in three days I can pretty much get them looking good. You how, know? No, I prefer a week. But. For, for right now though, like how, why does that happen if you eat just 100%? Raw food. Why, what, what is, is that just because it, of, what it does you're is taking it bathes, chemicals out? It or? absolutely floods your body with nutrient. And so here's what you think. If you eat a lot of cooked and denatured foods, this is what sets up obesity, by the way. You eat a lot of cooked and denatured foods. There's really no nutritional value to it. You're not getting vitamins and minerals and fats and oils and things that you need. Instead, you're getting a lot of processed starch, fried, whatever, just all the American greasy fries, whatever. And so what that does is then you eat until the stretch receptors in your stomach 
say, I can't eat another bite. That's a very poor way of feeling full. The best way of feeling full is when you're nutritionally complete. So if I eat an avocado here, I might be like, I don't want another avocado, but I'll have some of these tamari almonds because they're delicious, and I'm gonna have a pear for dessert, right? Each one of those is a, is a food that comes directly from nature, right through spirit to you, and it's got a, what's called an aliesthetic taste change response reaction inside of you. So what that means is your body nutritionally knows when you've had enough of that nutrient. Mm -hmm. It naturally shuts it off. And your stomach is probably half full, you know, but you're good to go. And it's total nutrition, so it's just absolute rocket fuel. And you know how to digest that very well if you chew your food well. Um, and you know Talk how about to, chewing your food. <laughs> chewing your food is a big deal because you want to thoroughly masticate it. Whatever goes into your mouth should be chewed to a liquid because then you have the, it, it enhances with the salivatory glands, it enhances the production of enzymes. And so naturally you're already starting to digest that food in the mouth before it even comes down to the stomach. Your stomach is happy because here's this liquid, nutrient-rich and enzymatically activated oh, food. And that's also why, why you don't, when you eat foods like that, have that food coma after where you're like, right. oh my gosh, I need a nap. Yeah, exactly. Starches give the food coma a big lift, you know? Do, wow. Or not a lift, but a start. And, and I've read this, as a lot of us have, that there's an addiction to the foods that oh, yeah. we don't want. Oh, yeah. Well, and, let's talk and, about that. Yeah, can we talk about that? Because sure. I, I, feel that, I feel that all of us have experienced that. And when mm -hmm. we have kids, maybe, you know, you're feeding them food that they suddenly, you know, maybe the kid that... I'm talking about that has the bagels and pizza all the time. They're chemically addicted to that food. Yeah. I hope his parents aren't listening because they're going to be like, why are you? Because I think I talked about it on another show. We haven't said any names. I've talked about him on another show too. He's kind of been a part of He's been a part <laughs> poor, of Poor kid. Poor kid. Okay. He's, he's a good just, kid though. He's just an example. Yeah. He's an example of middle, middle America, right? I mean, that's, that's not unusual, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, so there's billion dollar industries in this country that produce food additives and flavorings and seasonings that are called excitotoxins. And so they excite the salivatory glands to death, and they're often targeting children, like all of the baby foods from, um, from um, what do you call it, the, the first thing that they drink, the formula, formula. Yeah. from formula right on up and through, and so these, you know, the formula, it's not that tasty if you don't add these flavorings and seasonings, and they want to get the baby to drink it, and they want the mommy to feel happy and buy that food again and again and again, because, oh, the baby drinks it really fast. They're setting up that chemical addiction. So it actually has really, really serious complications and implications with the hypothalamus and the hippocampus of the brain, which sets up all your psychosexual behavior, your uh, rest and, and activity phases. It has everything to do with how that kid's going to function in time and space and with other people going forward. You know, okay, all those words you just said, I totally, I, those were... They're different parts of the brain yeah, that set gotta, up yeah. cycles in your body. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, say that again. Like, so this chem, the, the taste... The, the chemical the they chemicals, put in the food. The excitotoxins come into the mouth. Excitotoxins. Right? Yeah, and it starts to play with the palate and the salivatory glands. So the brain thinks, I'm salivating over this. It's delicious food. Right? Totally being tricked. Yeah, and so it tricks that into it, and then baby goes glug, 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 and the mommy's so happy because the bottle just went down like crazy. You've breastfed. You know how long it can take for the baby to go, I'm still on the breast. You know, it yeah. can take a half an hour or something. Yes. They drink this puppy down in like four or five minutes. Mommy's happy. She's off moving. She's doing something else. They'll buy that food again and again and again. Now, the baby's chemically addicted to that food. So that's where the circle starts, right? And sets up right the palate. Yeah. Wow is right. Okay, so now Jeez. let's, because we talked a little bit, I really, the reason I want to keep coming back to some of these, um, 
I don't know what the right word is. I want to. Say, I don't want to call them conditions, but no, the we core, have the we have a lot of parents who are really struggling with these different diagnoses with their with their children. Sure. Everything from you know various allergies to things like ADD, anxiety, anxiety. things that are uh, I mean seriously uh, impacting their children's ability to move through the world to their highest potential sure. is the way that I would articulate it. Mm -hmm. So what? How, where does that, what you just described, how does that fit into some of these diagnoses that we're seeing so frequently well, in children? That's the basis of all neuroses, really. You know, I mean, it really is. You know, because I've, I've worked with these kids to turn that condition around, and you really can. You know, the body's a perfect self-correcting mechanism. There's nothing it can't do to self-correct, even genetically, wow. right? I've seen it go to such a place where people like, oh, I'm, I'm genetically predisposed to this. It's like, yeah, let's play with this. And let's see how far we can get you to, to write and feeling balanced and good in your body and powerful and right. sleep well through the night and wake up in the morning with your life's mis mission and purpose. You know, that's what you're born to do. Yes. You know, you're not born to struggle with illness, you know? Anyway, so, so, so the first thing is to get them off the chemicals. You know, you don't want a drug-addicted kid, you know, especially not to begin, because it also sets up addiction process right throughout the life. You right. Know, they're like, oh, I'm designed to, to stick this in my mouth, and then I get a chemical hit, a dopamine hit, and sometimes endorphin hit, too. plays with the serotonin, so you get this real excitement about yeah. eating, and it's like, oh, I want to eat that food, you know. Mommy, can I have an ice cream bar? I want to have an ice cream bar. Right. And you look at some of the chemicals on those ice cream bars or whatever, you know, I'm sure there's good ice cream out there too, and there is, but a lot of those are just cheap and they're loaded with chemicals and they're very addictive. And sugar is often the base of those things. The fast-moving sugars, especially the fake sugars, the aspartame and, and, you know, all of this kind of a thing. Those are like those long chemicals that are listed on the food. Like that. Like if you can't speak them, maybe it, you shouldn't eat them. You shouldn't be eating them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You'll know what it is if it's fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, you know what I mean? I don't even want to say to you, those Cheetos, those oh, like boy. spicy. Okay, so let's break Cheetos down. Gosh. Okay, or let's go to Doritos because that's super easy because yeah. it's, it's in their tagline, bet you can't eat just one. Okay, you can't. And why you can't is because they've worked for years to get you chemically addicted to it. So as soon as you get one in your mouth, they don't even taste that good, but you're chemically addicted to eating them. And we've all been there at times where you're just like, chip, 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 chip. You're full. The stretch receptors but are I full in the tummy. More. And your arm's still reaching out to get another one, you know? And that's what an addict is. You've seen addicts, right, where they can't stop drinking or the yep. thing or they're yep. shooting up or they're snorting things. Yep. All of that is, is the same type of behavior. And it's even in their tagline. I bet you can't eat just one. They're at their mission. Selling, that's their mission, and they're selling it exactly. So, the way. what is the connection then, mm -hmm. to be really clear, between those various chemicals and et cetera, et cetera, that are in these foods that we're getting our kids addicted to? Because we're not thinking so much of like, well, this is what everybody eats. Or there's, I mean, I've had my little one come home and be like, well, so and so gets to have Doritos specifically for lunch. Why can't I? And and so. How, what is the correlation between those chemicals that we're finding in foods, particularly processed foods, and our children getting a, an ADD or an ADHD diagnosis? Mm -hmm. Well, just look at their behavior around that food. They're acting like addicts. Why does she want that so much, you know? Uh-huh. And... Um, well, and then, and then, okay, so let's, so the excitotoxins themselves, right? And there's a great book called Excitotoxins, too. It's not a new book. It's been around, been around since, like, the mid-'90s. It's a great, a great book and a really nice read, too, because it also shows you how 
on ingredients lists, they've, uh, by law now, they can, you know, like MSG, for example, is a huge excitotoxin. But a few decades ago, everybody was like, MSG, it's a bad thing. And they all started thinking, okay, monosodium glutamate, let's not have that. Let's look for that. And even like, you know, Chinese stores or shops and stuff that yeah. make Chinese food were saying, oh, no MSG on their labels and stuff. So then the MSG Foundation, which comes out of Tokyo, I believe, and there's a very powerful, very rich family behind it that own that thing. So they went into different countries and they said, well, let's rename it because everybody's sensitive to MSG now. So we can now call it spices. We can call it natural seasonings. Um, what? Wow. Oh, yeah. So it's they're crafty. I they're, feel like the FDA is failing if they let that happen. Oh, yeah. They very much are. Yeah, they very much are. So they're controlled by big money. Basically, mm -hmm. big pharma is in there, and these these chemical companies are wildly powerful. And so you just have. To, so how do you na how do you navigate that? Yes. How do you navigate that? So what I always recommend for people, anybody and everybody, whatever age, is to eat at least fifty percent of your diet real food. You know, you know what it is. You, you know where it came like, from. You know where it came from. You know, organic if you can, but don't go crazy on it. Just start wherever you are, you know, and you'll find that you'll be saving money, too, because it's cheaper to buy a bag of broccoli, even if it's frozen broccoli, which is also fine. Frozen broccoli is fine. Okay, frozen, that is. Frozen vegetables are fine. Fruits are fine. You lose, like, a little tiny bit of enzymes in that's it, which good I'm no. okay with. You that's know? good No, I know right now some listeners are, like, stoked on that. Like, yeah. okay. That's a time I'm saver. I'm in the game. It's a time saver. It doesn't go bad. You'll always it. have it on hand. It's easy to throw into anything. Even if you give into the mac and cheese, you can throw some broccoli in there. You can have mac and cheese, but it has to have broccoli in it, and you have to eat it. Right. Okay, that's the deal. Yeah. And then get them on that, you know? Um, and then you can play with the diet a little bit, too. That other 50% too, you want to navigate it. You want to live. You know, there's yeah. going to be a hot fudge Sunday in there at some point. You know what I mean? Or well, birthday I've cake or whatever. Well, I've heard say, and I use this with my kids, is celebration foods. Yeah. And like a, what makes it a celebration food is we don't have it every day. It's mm -hmm. something that usually is going to be, in, uh, you're going to partake in it at a, at a place where there is some sort of, it's a birthday party or it's some sort of celebration. And maybe even just the food itself, because it's a rarity, yeah. is a celebration as yeah. opposed to an everyday thing. Like, Annie, when you came in, here, I thought I would never ask you this, but the thing that I love. Uh oh. No, no, no. This is this like <laughs> I didn't know what kind of vibe you would have about you, and then I only knew you know what Anaya told me about you, and then obviously went to your shop. Love it, and but the the thing that even as you talk, like I love the fact that you said, yeah, frozen vegetables are cool. Not I know that you're not saying they're the best, but you're saying that that can still they're work. They're super good in my world. They're fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, and and I'm gonna throw this out there. Like like when does someone like rocks a hot dog? Like hey, I'm gonna have a hot dog tonight. Like how do you, like why do I get the feeling that you'd be like yeah throw some avocado on that maybe some <laughs> see you sure, get you're me such a good Gosh, student yeah I you love get me that. chop up a little onion and get them involved in it too what would make this what's some healthy things that we can add to this so that we all feel good about it you know get a whole wheat bun you know what I mean and find something find a hot dog that doesn't have human DNA in it too because they just found I just read this big report whoa, that has a lot whoa, of other things whoa. in that hot dog we always knew there was other stuff in I there, knew there was other but stuff. they identified human DNA in it and I was like okay so right. but there's gonna be better hot dogs out there. So spend <laughs> it can't even I'm talk. just like stunned right now. My I mouth there not much oh shuts my me gosh. up. But that's our next episode. We gotta find out. We gotta break it down. We gotta go. I'll send you the article. Okay. Don't You'll, send it to me because I'm gonna have a hot dog on fourth of July. Yeah <laughs> we get through a nay and then give it to him after the fourth okay. of July. But you know what? There's better hot dogs wow. out there. Like, spend a little money on it. Don't go for the super super cheap. You know what I mean? But yeah. get something that has a little bit of quality to it. It's like the difference between like factory farmed hamburger and grass fed. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference, yeah. and there's a flavor difference too, and yeah. a nutritional quality. So wait, um, that's a good tip. What 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 could we look for? Like when you say find a little bit better quality, whatever it is. It could like be the that. hot dog. It could be ground beef. It could be you know what. 
what would be something to look for to discern that, oh, this is the better choice besides just like, oh, it's double the price. And yeah. what to avoid. All beef. And there's nothing in there but beef or whatever it so is. So look you know at the I mean? ingredient list. Read the See ingredients. That you're only getting what, you're, what you think you're getting or what you want yeah. and, and stay away from the one that's got that... What are or the words you want to look for? If it's got a lot of chemicals on it, you don't want it, okay. right? So, so in, in meat, you know, you're going to look for sustainable. You're going to look for ant no antibiotics or mm -hmm. fed to that animal. So basically, anybody in the 80s who ate a chicken wing had antibiotics. You know what I mean? Like everything was antibiotic. Now we've come to a new place, like for me and tens of thousands of others that were like pushing for food purity. And now we have grass-fed beef. We have, you know, <clears throat> sustainably caught fish. We have... You know, so there's there's a there's a there's websites where you can look at that too. See, there's a list of fishes that you can eat that are really you know sustainably caught and they're not factory farmed and or polluted with mercury, polluted with mercury, all of that. And mm -hmm. there's a way to navigate it just by a little bit of education. So, um, so you know, so why is people why are people, why are you paying more for that grass-fed animal, right? Or wild animal too. Like um, there's a place that sells these elk burgers that are off the hook, you know. And every once in a blue moon, when I want meat, I go for elk. <laughs> I know you like bison. Yes, I love bison. <laughs> something about me and elk. I'm like, oh, I finally found my big animal that I like. Um, but here's the thing: they are fed um, their natural diet. Factory farmed animals are not. They're fed soy and corn, which are the most hybridized, genetically modified foods on the planet. Corn is the most grown food on the planet. It has a very fast-moving sugar to it, so it doesn't break down in the body very well. And so you store that material. That's how a lot of that is how people gain weight too, because they they you know the, the cow is fed an unnatural diet. They have six stomachs. They're supposed to graze all day long. That's all they're supposed to do is just graze on it. And instead, they're given these um, oats and and not so so much. So it's, it's made out of soy and corn feed, right? That's 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 designed to get them from a baby to a huge heifer that they can slaughter as quickly as, as possible. quickly as possible, and that's the only goal. So that Your health that, and safety is not a goal of so, theirs. So, so then I, I have to bring this to the conversation because I know this is also something in this part of the world. So we've talked a little bit about like sort of the ADD and those sort of those sort of diagnoses. What about the obesity factor? Like when we are seeing children mm -hmm. who. Partly, I think we have a more sedentary generation of kids sure. who are gaming and TV watching and blah, blah, blah. But I know for a fact, it also has to do with diet. And I've heard you mention before the fact that there are some foods, whether we're children or adults, um, that our bodies just hold on to, and particularly in our abdominal area. Mm -hmm. And we're like, what, what's going on here? Like I, I'm working out every other day, or I don't feel like I'm eating, taking in that many calories, and yet still I have this weight that I just can't seem to get rid of. Yeah, so the other thing that they do to these animals, and they, they feed them um, steroids, growth hormones, and antibiotics. So... We don't really need steroids, growth hormones, and antibiotics. You know, mm -hmm. we don't have a, you know, <laughs> antibiotics are specifically treated to stop, uh, you know, something that's going to kill you very quickly. That's when penicillin came along, all of a sudden, like all these people that would have died with their infections, they're alive today. So antibiotic overdose and overabuse is just a big thing that I've always been against in my, or always been educating people about how to reseed the microbiome, not how to just break it down. So if you don't have a microbiome that's, that's, has the high integrity of lots of fermented foods in it, and you have had antibiotics in the past, you're already less of, your immune system is already like needing more shoring up than mm -hmm. the average person, like a kid in Africa who's never had antibiotics yep. or something yep. like that, right? So it's very important the kind of, that food that you put in, you know, are you ever, you know, you're going to go someplace sometime and have a steak that is not, you know, that's, that's not grass fed, right. you know, like, but you want to be, you want to be on the, you want to be on the scale, the scale of, okay, I'm setting myself up for success here. Right. Because most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. And yep. also like how much are you eating of it too? So 
it, you know, like at least if half the diet is fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, you're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like Got you're going to get through. 50%. Mm-hmm. 50%. And now if you're struggling and you're, you're fighting off a, an illness or you've got a degenerative disease, then I would kick it up to 75 and then sometimes 100%. Like when somebody comes to me and says, look, I've got, I've been given three months to live. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're doing 100% here and we're going full on, yeah. you know, like full on. And that, I reseed the microbiome with the fermented foods. I bring in this coconut yogurt that's off the hook that we make at my store. Billions of bacterium in there. It helps to reseed after antibiotics. And even just after a lifetime of meat eating, you've had a ton of antibiotics. Yeah. And it was hidden in the meat. You didn't even know it. But guess what? Here comes a virus and you don't have it. You know, can't really defend yourself against it. You know what I mean? So yeah. then you have to really load up on the friendly bacteria because it crowds out the opportunistic unfriendly bacteria, which is like the candidas and uh-huh. things like this. So balancing the microbiome is I've just kind of dedicated the next 10 years of my life to like feeding the microbiome of America because so many free thinkers are born here. So many of these cosmic children that are coming up being born now that are already, you know, teenagers, some of them are just awesome. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, what did yeah, you come where'd here you to come do? From? Yeah. You know? And so I think that the best thing that we can do and the thing that like we talked a little bit about how we think and how our gut microbiome is and to give them every opportunity, to give all of us every opportunity is really to feed the three microbiomes. And there are three. There are the gut, yep. there's the skin, yep. and there's the mouth. And so I'm working on all these different probiotics that really survive the stomach acid and implant into the intestinal tract. And, um, and then also some um, probiotic sprays where you can feed the biome of the skin, mini C-section babies, don't have any, they were not inoculated by the woman's, by their mother's vaginal secretions, which is what sets up the the microbiome Holy for their, the life of that child, right? Mind blown. So, but you're going to love this, Anaya. So the way around that, super simple, so simple it's cheap, is just to take a little like menstrual sponge or something like that, the baby's already born C-section, and inoculate it with the vaginal secretions that they didn't get coming through the birth canal. Wow. And it works. Wow. It works. So what happens if you don't have the microbiome on the skin? You get kind of eczema. It can be really chronic, all kinds of skin diseases. It can even be like eye, ear, nose, and throat type of things. Um, you see all these kids that have like the ear infections and, you know, like tonsillitis yes. and all of this kind of thing, bronchial infections. All of that sets it up because our skin is the largest organ of the organ. body. Yeah. It's the, um, and it's, it's the defense between us and the world. Right. So it's very, very important that we have that microbiome, and it's easy to do. Annie is on fire right now. It's, it's those, yeah. little, those little brain... What are they called again? Brain... Those little capsules that we had. Oh, brain on. I'm, I'm, brain on. You know, Her brain is on. Yeah. So is mine, Joe. You're, you're, we're leaving you in no, the dust. Well, I'm I telling you, well, no, you. Well, I, all I'm saying is, this, I'm not in the dust. I'm just saying that we always know we always had a good episode when I don't talk a lot in it because people are saying <laughs> things that are super, super knowledgeable. And, and this is the first episode, and Naya hasn't said a lot. You just, it's like, <laughs> I, seriously, you, I, can I ask you a question? Do, do, yeah. do you have your own podcast? Because no. You should. Yes, agreed. I'm kind of thinking about it now. Like I just restructured my whole company and all of that. And now I want to teach again more. Oh my yeah. gosh. And well, I'm, off- kinda- I'm going to tell you right now, I'm offering you this studio to do your own podcast. You'd come in every week. And I'm telling you, I, I would just want to hear you talk like, all right, today we're talking about this. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about your liver. Brrrp. We're going to yep. talk about, uh, hey, you're turning 50? Check this out. Oh, yeah. hey, you're about to have a baby? This is what you need to do. Like, yeah, I'm telling awesome. you. No, was, that would be I'll amazing. Because yeah. I'm telling you, you're, everything you're talking about, I mean, like, the show obviously started out with nutrition for ourselves, for our kids, for our entire family. I've learned, I'm an, I think I'm eating 50% uh, live, what do I call it? Do you call it live? Yeah, live food. Mm-hmm. Live food. Living food, live food. Yeah. Um, but the, the idea 
of all of what you're talking about. Like, I seriously thought you were going to come in and, and just be like, look, if you talk about steak, I will leave this studio. <laughs> if you talk about eating a burger, I will slap you. Like, I seriously thought I was a little nervous. One of those militant vegans yeah. that are so you know, yeah, I didn't angry. Know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. That's not any spot. Yeah. I told you I that. I didn't know that. But I love, but I love though, and I feel that our listeners are going to connect so much with you on the fact of the anchoring it down and saying, hey, look, check it out. You can go 50%. Start with 50%. And that can really that can really make a difference. So so would that be like I mean here I was like okay our big goal is going to be you know three three tips to take away but it sounds to me like if if to just leave it wide open and have people do it in their own way is just incorporate fifty percent of your diet and your child's diet and it's always better when you do it together as a family. And who's listening? I, I this know, guy. Joe, you're amazing. <laughs> I, you're isn't listener. it funny? I no, came but, up with it. So so fifty percent of <laughs> yeah. the time this is the one big thing you're going to do. The mm-hmm. one big takeaway is just start the change immediately by incorporating. 50% Love of your that. diet as live food. Absolutely. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and yeah. that that will have an immediate impact. And I could just tell you firsthand, these are my two like great Annie Jub like success stories in right here. This this person <laughs> yeah. right here. Number 1, my father was staying with me when I did the gallbladder cleanse oh, for yeah. the first time. That's right. This is a man who at I don't know 23, I mean he still has this enormous scar on his abdomen because he had gallstones, his gallbladder taken out mm. when he was like 23 and he was staying with me when I passed these gallstones and he's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, <laughs> I just how did you, out? Yes. What? How did you do that? <laughs> so that was the first one. And then the second one is I absolutely believe like throughout my pregnancy, you know, mm-hmm. I'd had this, you know, er, an early like nine weeks because I was a quote unquote of advanced maternal age. There were all these worries about this baby wasn't going to be healthy and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I went on like the Annie job, like, you know, journey. And I, I always say that she was 11 pounds, one ounce because I, she had ideal growing conditions. Like oh, yeah. she just was huge and healthy. went too and far. 11 pounds. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like full, really? Full adult coming out there. Yeah. Hey, um, Annie, Annie, if someone wants to hit you up, would, are you cool with maybe giving out an email address for Absolutely. someone to reach out to you yes. that maybe has questions about what we've talked about today on the show yeah. or maybe uh, questions, you know, maybe questions about their own personal health? Absolutely. It's Annie Jub, A-N-N-I-E-J-U-B-B, boy, boy, at Mac, M-A-C.com. And you can see my, life, you know, my AnnieJub.com and I have uh, LifeFoodOrganic.com as well. Okay, great. So they can check out uh, basically the two locations you have. Mm-hmm. And but I the ho- email is the easiest way to just get directly to me. I hope that a live food organic can be somewhere everywhere. You know, I, I, I'm is, working there, on it. is there talk about that? Yeah, I'm Because I know a lot of people might be listening and be like, hey, the only thing I got is Whole Foods or maybe Trader Joe's. Or people that are like, I just don't have any access to either. I gotta, I'm going to have to make it work at Ralph's. I'm going to have to make it work at yes. Safeway. Yes, and but according so to great, this, it, this prescription, you absolutely can. I think everybody should. You know, I like, I've done a lot of trainings in the middle of America where there was just, I mean, this is like going back you know, 25 years or something, like to Oklahoma. And the only thing, there was an IGA. And I went in there and just with like three shopping carts, I had like 40 people for this like eight day training I was doing. And I just loaded it up. I was like, okay, they have no avocado. I'm never going to find basil here. Da, 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 da. Okay, what do we have? Cantaloupes. We got a ton of cantaloupes. Buy the cantaloupes. Do, the, do what you can to do the right thing. And also make it colorful too, because the different colors that are involved are really important. So the plate should be colorful. You know, like go with different colors. Okay, you have some tomato, get something green on there, get some blueberries sometimes. You know, like work the range of color spectrum because they all have real magic to them. You know, red color, the red color, it protects us from ELF waves. It protects us from cell phone and, and computer you know, ELF waves, and when we fly in planes, it's really important to eat some red pigmented foods because it really protects you 
from the ELF waves that run through your body. Okay, okay. I'm telling teaching. you right now, that's, that, that'd be one okay. of your episodes when you do your podcast. Yep. So three times. Flying on a plane. Let me just reiterate. Flying on a plane. Three, I, wanna, I would listen. Yes, this is going to help everybody in their day-to-day life. So the three takeaways are going to be 50% of the diet, live foods. The second thing is going to be make it colorful. And the third thing that we said early on that I think is really important is, especially as parents with your kids, get them involved. Yeah. Help them not only, at the bare minimum, help them have choice, give them choices, but the ideal would be like get them involved in preparing the food and, mm-hmm. and understanding where it comes from and have I mean, wow, wouldn't it be awesome to plant a garden or just go to the store and have them help you pick out foods that are alive and are going to be part of the meal that they're going to contribute to See, making. that is so crucial because that they are involved in the shopping of it even is really great because it keeps them away from the candy aisle. And they're looking at this, like I used to, I have a godson and I spent a lot of time with him when he was like six, seven and eight years old. And we'd walk into the health food store and I'd say, you can have anything you want in this section. Nice. What's it, it going to be? And he's like, mm, anything you know? I want? Anything really? I want? Really? Yes. I'm like, yeah, if it's a raw living food, go for it. You know, and he'd always pick, he loves berries and stuff like this. And then, you know, any, and you know, if you want to get into any kind of food preparation too, like whenever I'm doing a family meal for people, I always take the young kids and I say, what's your dish going to be? I'm going to help you. We're going to shop for it. I'm going to help you prepare it. And, and then you get to present it too. And they love, love it. it. 100%. Any job. Boom. Any job. Any job. Any job. Am I saying it right? Jub. Any, job. J-U-B-B, Jub. There you go. Yep. Ruling it right now. Live food, organic. You can hit her up on email with any questions you have. One more time with that, Annie. AndyJub at Mac.com. And all I got to say is thank you so much for uh, coming in. You've blown my mind. I want you to start your own podcast because you could take a topic. That, any other t- there, was, there was 50 topics today yep. that I would listen to you. Just talk. No Joe Sib in, in there at all. It's just you. <laughs> just a mic in front of your face. And we just go, go. And you just throw knowledge on people. And I love your attitude, too. It. It you know, a couple fun. words you threw in there, too, is spirit and color. Like, I love that. It's a, it's a, it's a definite um, positive vibe. Yeah, yeah, eating is a spiritual experience. Yeah, well, you've definitely made me reconsider. Like, I got I to, gotta, I think I'm at 50% raw food. I think I am. Yeah. I think I am, but I, th- I think I'm going to go hardcore. Hey, though, before you get out of here, because you know Anaya makes fun that I can't read because I don't have my readers on. Is there <laughs> anything you can do for my eyes that I could read again? Yeah, absolutely. I just, my vision just bailed. Yeah. I mean, not like bailed. I can see you, but it, it, just, <laughs> it just left. You know, suddenly one day I couldn't, I have to wear the glasses all the time. Thanks. Or is that just, I'm a done deal? No, you can feed your eyes. You can feed every part of your body. Yeah. What so would you say? obviously carrots are really good. Anything with carotenes in it. Got it. And then the other thing is lutein. L-U-T-I-N. L-U-T-I-N, I I think. Mm -hmm. And there's one that's really nice that's made with, um, what is it called? Um, Would that be like some sort of like... Get in a a supplement. In a supplement, okay. Yeah, in a supplement. And... um, there and any like little tiny berries that have small tiny shiny seeds on them or in them blueberries strawberries blackberries um and go for the wilder ones like if you take take hikes you know in the mountains someplace and get pick a little wild berry cool. as you're going along i'm not going to do that but i will <laughs> i will <laughs> oh do, i thought I, i'd try <laughs> i will do everything else <laughs> not right. going to be hiking uh, <laughs> i want to thank annie so much for being here if you come to los angeles you got to stop by her shop it's amazing and it's right in the heart of hollywood i mean it, it's you're right going to be there. there anyway if you're tourist. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be walking by there. Uh, it's right down the street from the Palladium. Uh, Life Food Organic on the corner of Coenga and Sunset. One more or time. Or in Santa Monica. Or if in you're Santa Monica. 
If you want to go down to the beach and you want to hang out, you can do that as well. I want to thank you so much for being a part of the show. Mm-hmm. Annie, you'll come back I'm, again, right? Absolutely. You got to, because I'm telling you, people are going to hit us up emails. Yeah. So speaking of emails, if you want to hit us up at radparenting at gmail.com, uh, any questions you have about this show or what you want us to put on the show, we'll do. Also, you can hit us up at our parenting text number. Just text the word parenting to 313131. 31 31. Oh, and Anae, I meant to tell you, remember when I said, hey, we want to take the show live on the road? Yeah. Got an email from a dude in Jersey, uh-huh. and he's like, I want to bring you out. And he showed me a photo of the place that we would be oh, at. Oh, how fun. It's this rad, like, coffee shop type thing. Like, it wasn't sketchy. Like, <laughs> well, that's you know, good news. Yeah, no, you don't know. Good you know, know, like, hey, Get come here. Know. It's right behind where we work on the cars. You know, like, <laughs> it was looked awesome. <laughs>